Something you may not know about me is that in high school, I became a certified scuba diver through the Boy Scouts and uh, actually spent a summer in the Florida Keys diving at their sea base. Growing up in Michigan, though, our training to become uh, for scuba diving was done in big rock quarries, which to say the least are a lot different than the ocean. Our first dive in the ocean would also be my first one as a certified diver, which meant that we were allowed to venture off with our buddy from the dive leader. So as uh, ambitious teenagers, my buddy and I went off on our own to explore the reef around us. Now, as I said, we did all of our training in rock quarries. And something we weren't prepared for is that in diving in the ocean, meant that there would constantly be a current moving us. Before we realized it, we were really off on our own. I know at least I started to get afraid, realizing exactly how far off we went once we couldn't see anyone else from our group. Eventually, our dive leader found us and led us back to the others. But I remember, once I saw him coming for us, I was immediately relieved and my fears subsided. In our gospel lesson this morning, the disciples find themselves off on their own without their teacher in the midst of a stormy sea. But they find comfort and they find a way forward once their teacher draws near to them as Jesus walks out on the water in the midst of the storm. First, let's see how we arrived at this moment in the gospel. Jesus has just led the 5,000 men, plus women and children, uh, has just fed them all, the story we explored last week. His disciples are amazed by this abundant act of feeding, uh, of feeding a massive crowd with just five loaves of bread and two small fish. Now, though, he sends the disciples off in a boat by themselves and in a storm. And in the midst of this, they become afraid. It's kind of funny because back in chapter 8 of Matthew's gospel, the disciples were also in a boat and also in the midst of a storm. Fearing the worst, they find their rabbi Jesus asleep. They're astonished. They wake him and they say, Lord, save us. We are perishing. Jesus gets up and says, why are you afraid? You have little faith. And he calms the wind and waves. So now they're in a boat again, but this time without their teacher, their rabbi. Understandably, they're afraid. The winds are against them. The waves are battering their boat. Jesus comes to them walking on the choppy, stormy water in order to get to them. It's important to remember here that in Matthew's gospel, the defining name for Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us, going all the way back to his birth. Matthew's image of Jesus is all about God showing up and being close by, especially in times of trouble. The disciples in their fear, in the storm, long for Jesus to be close, to be with them. So right on cue comes Jesus, walking on the stormy sea in order to get to them. But there's a problem, of course. When he comes, the disciples don't recognize him. They think he's a ghost, an apparition, and their fear grows even more. I mean, can you blame them? 
Jesus has sent them off to sea without him, and walking on the water wasn't exactly a common occurrence, even by extraordinary rabbis like himself. This seems like an odd detail for Matthew to include in the story, that they didn't recognize Jesus. But friends, I think it's one that speaks to us all. How often, when in the, the midst of the storms of life, are we unable to recognize Christ's presence with us? It's in the moments of crisis and trouble when we both long for, but also have difficulty seeing Christ's presence with us, that God is with us. This, friends, is a story about Christ showing up in the needed moment in the midst of the storm. Jesus reveals himself to his weary disciples by saying, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. The command take heart in Greek, tharseo, quite literally means to warm up, to be warm-hearted, to exude courage, confidence, or as our translation says, heart. Then he says, it is I which really is another way of saying, and, and the Greek shows us quite, uh, quite appropriately, it's another way of saying, I am, which is the personal name of God in the Old Testament. Jesus reveals himself to his weary disciples by echoing the name of God and telling them to take heart, don't be afraid. Why? Because Christ is with you. Because God is with you. It's this understanding that emboldens Peter, always the ambitious disciple, to step out in faith on the water like Jesus. But his fear gets the best of him and he begins to sink before Jesus is able to offer him a hand. As they get back in the boat, the wind sees and they all praise him as the son of God. The story about Jesus showing up, walking on the stormy sea to his disciples in the midst of their fear and inviting them to step out in faith, really, friends, is a living parable for the early church, as well as the church today. See, the boat was an early symbol of the church. In particular, the church as a boat venturing out into the choppy, unknown waters of the world. The whole story is prefaced by this idea. When Jesus instructs the disciples to get in the boat and do what? Cross over to the other side of the sea. In other words, to go out into the unknown, choppy waters of the world. This is where the church is called to go. In this time of pandemic, it is clear that the church has been in some new, unknown, and choppy waters. There's been so much uncertainty, friends, that we honestly aren't even sure where the other side is as our destination. But what the story tells us, friends, is that we can take heart that this is exactly where Christ has called us to go, and that no matter what, the risen Lord is there and present with us, even walking out in the choppy waters to draw near and inviting us to step out in faith together. Friends, no matter what storms we may be facing in life, Christ comes to us in the midst of them, 
even walking on the water if he has to in order to draw near to us. May we hear his voice speak to us today saying, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And may we receive his invitation to us as individuals and to us collectively as the church to step out in faith into the unknown and cross over to the other side of the sea. Friends, may it be so for us and for all. Amen.